Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mindset Mummy podcast. Hope you're all good. I'm actually recording this with Bodie in the carrier. Typically, Adrian's taking the kids out swimming and I was like, great, I've got some time. I can record my podcast, get loads of stuff done. And Bodie has just been, bless him, so clingy, feeding non-stop, doing loads of poos, trumps, you know. I just feel like the last hour's flown by. So I'm hoping we're going to get this recorded. I'm actually wandering around as well because every time I sit down, he cries. So we're going to go with the flow with this episode. Fingers crossed we'll get through the whole one without any interruptions. But if you hear an odd cry, um, it may be that he's woken up and I may have to record it in bits. We'll just have to wait and see. So I'm just slowly pacing around the house in the hope he drops off. Um, So I wanted to talk about on this week's episode about daily disciplines um, and kind of the reality behind having, you know, a strong mindset. Because I've had multiple people in my inbox since me having Bodhi saying like, oh my goodness, I can't believe you've been so consistent with your businesses. You know, you've been... um, showing up still you've been working on yourself like you don't seem to get down about anything like what's your secret how do you do it um like I always say to you guys like obviously of course I have those times that I struggle like anybody else I'm only human um and you know like there have been tears while I've had Bodhi the hormones have been out there like 100% it's not being like all smiles the whole time but I would say in general, I have kept myself pretty high vibe and feeling pretty good. Um, and that is because and I put it down to the daily disciplines that I have not kind of wavered on. Now, actually, this morning, I'm, I'm recording this on Sunday morning. So this morning, I um, I actually did like a five minute meditation um, just in bed with Bodhi while I was feeding him. And you guys who follow me on social media know that normally part of my morning routine is to do like, um, you know, a 10 minute yoga session and to do a five or 10 minute meditation. That is something that since, ha- well, since being like, I'd say 38 weeks pregnant, the yoga absolutely stopped because I just couldn't move because of my back pain. But um, since having Bodhi, even the med- meditation, I've done a couple since having him, but I have not done it daily religiously. It's something that has slipped. And this morning, I cannot even explain how amazing it felt to meditate again. And I was like, oh my God, like, I think in my head, I kind of thought, oh, I had to be on my yoga mat, doing my yoga, then meditating in my little zone. And this morning I was like, it's not always going to be perfect. I can just sit here, put up, put some meditation, guided meditation on my phone, follow it while I've got Bodhi and I can just meditate here in, in bed. And I did and it felt incredible. And that's something that I'm going to make sure that going forward each day, it probably won't always be first thing in the morning, but throughout, at some point throughout the day, whether it's before I go to sleep, I'm going to take five minutes to meditate because I just felt, I just felt incredible. I honestly, I think meditation is the most amazing tool you can do. Um, so apart, obviously those have kind of like wavered a little bit and they've, they've not, I've not been consistent in those. However, I have made sure that every single day I have woken up and again, maybe not straight away, but at some point I have written down three things that I'm grateful for. And I've got a whole episode on this morning routine you can go back and listen to. But honestly, when you talk about your gratitudes first thing in the morning, because it's very easy, isn't it, to get up in the morning to just kind of be frustrated. Whether it's you've got up because, you know, you're tired and you've your children been up all night and you've got up in a bad mood for that reason. You know, maybe you've, you've woken up and you don't feel like you're well rested. Maybe you've got to go to work to a job that you don't really like, or maybe it's raining outside, or maybe you stub your toe, whatever it is. It's so easy to get into a negative headspace, like very early on in the morning. And if you take five minutes out just to think of three things you're grateful for, honestly, the difference it makes is crazy because you immediately kind of get yourself in a positive headspace because you kind of immediately feel blessed first thing in the morning. 
And often, you know, mine will be like one of them will be my children. Um, yeah, this morning, I just I was grateful that I had those 15, 20 minutes to myself upstairs. I'd been down and put the TV on for the kids, got them some breakfast and just basically, basically just left them to it. I went back upstairs because Bodie was um, was sleeping and, and he woke up, had a feed and I had that time for me. And I was really grateful for that, you know. And then I put the heating on because it was actually freezing this morning. It was so cold. Um, and I just felt really grateful. That actually, I can afford to put my heating on uh, because, you know, some people right now can't. So it can be something really simple. It could be that you're grateful for something you're doing that day or it could be you're grateful for your partner or someone you're going to see that day, whatever it is, you know. But you need to be thinking about everything. Every time you wake up in the morning, think about something. I like to say three things that you are grateful for. And then this morning, and what I do every morning, is I will write down my affirmations. So things like what I want to come true, you know? So one of them is a big one for me. I'll always say that I am a good mummy and I'm calm because, I mean, any mums of three out there will know what it's like. It's very hard sometimes to keep calm as a mum because the kids drive you insane. Like, they are just non-stop. And I've noticed since, even though Bodie's really small and obviously he's not contributing to the chaos, he's taken a lot of my time, bless him. So it's just an absolute madhouse right now. But my affirmation every day, one of them is I am a good mummy and I am calm because that's the kind of mum I want to be. You know, I'll write affirmations down about how my business to look, about the income I want to bring in each month. Like just think about what you want to come true in your life and jot them down and tell yourself them and, you know, try looking at yourself in the mirror and saying them out loud and really, really believe in them and, and start in your morning with that is so incredibly powerful you know like I did it when I was in hospital with Bodie and my affirmations were very much based around you know having a newborn baby and how in my c-section to go my recovery and things you know so it, it can be about anything and then this is a big one for me and do you know what this has been the thing that when people say to me over the last couple of weeks well yeah I suppose nearly four weeks old now over the last four weeks when people are saying to me like, oh my God, like how do you never kind of get overwhelmed? How are you just always showing up? Like what's your secret? Journaling is my secret because I, like anybody else, have a million thoughts go around in my head and, you know, especially when you're hormonal and you maybe like are emotional about things and I, I can feel in myself like I have overreacted to stuff over the last few weeks. Like I've snapped at Adrian, I've snapped at the kids. I felt like the worst mom in the world at times. But when that happens or, you know, at first thing in the morning, what I will do is I will just journal, almost brain dump my thoughts on that paper because I know it's going to make me feel good. And any any stresses or worries that I'm holding in, I'll just get out, you know? And when I do that, it's like the release is amazing. It's like it's like a, lift, a weight is lifted off you because you're getting all the stress and the anxiety from inside out onto paper and you just feel lighter for doing it. So I can't, again, I can't recommend enough like journaling your thoughts. It's so powerful. Um, and then I've also been reading each day. So I've just been, I read like a, a chapter, up to, up to a chapter, sometimes less, depending on the time of like some sort of self-development book and this honestly is such a lovely thing to do because I mean I love podcasts I listen to podcasts all day but there's something about taking 10 minutes to sit and read a book with a cup of tea or a coffee whatever you want to have in the morning that really feels special you know it's like that sacred time just for you and I, if I manage to do that in the morning, I, it doesn't matter what else happens. I already feel like I've achieved something in my day. I already feel successful because I've taken out a moment just for me to grow my knowledge and to make my, my soul feel better. So I honestly can't recommend doing that enough. Um, something else I've noticed, and it actually interesting, I had my mum to stay for a week. Um, and obviously, you know, like most people watch the news, right? 
you guys know it's not something I watch. I don't believe in listening to the news. I won't watch it, anything like that. I just don't want it to enter my brain. And this is a classic example of why. So um, in the days when my mum was here, she turned to me and said something like, um, I don't actually think she listens to my podcast. So if she does, she'll be hearing this, but I don't think she does. Um, she uh, she turned to me and said, oh my God, isn't it awful? Like there's, we're going to possibly, homes are going to possibly be without electricity um, and gas for like up to three days in the winter. And I was like, what do you mean? And she was like, oh, it's all over the news. And I was like, right. I said, is it definitely going to happen? And she was like, well, no, it's a possibility. Isn't it worrying? And I was like, this is exactly why I don't listen to the news. I was like, so you're now worrying and stressing over something that may possibly happen, but may never happen. And you're getting yourself in a negative headspace about it. You're feeling anxious about it. And it's actually not even a reality yet. Like for me, it reminded me exactly why I don't watch the news. Because if you are someone and you're waking up in your day and you're putting the news on and you're listening to it or in the car, you've got it on, you're absorbing without even realising so much negativity. Because let me tell you now, they never talk about anything positive in the news. It's always doom and gloom, always the bad stuff. They never highlight anything positive. And if you're absorbing that, that is the kind of circle you're putting around yourself. Like you have to think about the impact that has on you. And for me, especially being hormonal, I have been like, absolutely not. Am I, am I not listening to the news? And, you know, sometimes Adrian will put things on in the morning and I just put my AirPods in and listen to a podcast because I don't want that to enter my mind. I don't want to be thinking about the negative things. And it's so, so powerful what you listen to and how it affects you. So if you are someone and you feel like you struggle and you feel overwhelmed and, you know, you get yourself into a negative headspace, check in with yourself and be honest and ask yourself, how much do you listen to the news? How much negativity do you take in? Because for me, this is a huge one, you know, like this is why I will always have my AirPods with me, whether it's in the car or wherever I'm going, whether I'm doing the housework, and I will listen to positive things. I will listen to podcasts and you know, positivity that makes me feel good because we have a choice, right? We have a choice whether we we choose to be negative or we choose to be positive. And you might listen to that and think, oh, absolutely not. Like some people can't help it. You can help it. You can help yourself by the choices that you make. And something that I've had to be really consistent with over the last few weeks, you know, whilst I've been kind of stuck indoors, not been able to do a lot. And, you know, I've said this before, for me, the whole, with having a C-section, the, the worst part, obviously, you know, it's not great having your insides cut open or whatever, but the worst part for me is like the restrictions afterwards. Like, I I don't really mind the fact that I've got a wobbly tummy or I've got a ridiculous amount of stretch marks. You know, I'm a human being. My body's amazing. It's grown three babies. Like, that's great. What I find hard is the fact I can't go for a run. I can't walk the pram. I can't do the housework. I can't do X, Y, Z. And that can be really tiresome on your mindset when you're frustrated at a situation that is beyond your control. So what have I chosen to do is control the controllables. So that's a massive tip of mine, like like what you listen to. So for me, it's been like fundamental the last few weeks that I actually listen to positive, you know, positive audios, that I only absorb positivity because I know that I, I can't control certain elements of, of myself right now in that, you know, I'd love to go and do a workout. Uh, I have actually considered doing, I'm only, I'm, well, I'm nearly four weeks postpartum. I feel amazing. I have thought about doing a little light workout, but I don't want to overdo it. Um, I can't control that fact. I can't do that right now, but I can control the things I listen to. And it's been absolutely amazing for me. And, you know, 
life isn't always going to be one happy, you know, bubble of positivity. I don't believe in being positive all the time. I believe I'm putting a positive spin on things all the time. So what I mean by that is there's no one out there, including me, who is positive all day, every day. I cry, I feel rubbish. I have those times where I struggle. But what I will always do is in that moment of struggle or upset or stress or whatever it is I'm feeling, I will try and I'll give myself the moment I need to either you know, cry or do whatever I need to feel. Just a moment though. I won't spend a whole day, a whole week in that negative headspace. I'll let out my emotions that I need to let out. And then I will think about putting a positive spin on it to make myself move on and to make myself be able to get positive and get happy again. Because again, it's a choice. You know, you can either choose to stay in a negative mindset. You can either choose to feel bad and to feel sorry for yourself, or you can choose to take action, to hold your head up, to put your big girl pants on, and to pull yourself out of that negative mindset into a positive one. And that's the important part. It's, it's the actions you take to bring yourself back to the positive like state of mind. So, by, by, you know, I absolutely, like I said, do not, I'm not someone who has always positive thoughts. You know, these last few weeks have been a bit of a roller coaster. I'm sure I've got more kind of emotion to come. Obviously, Bodie's only three and a half weeks old. I'm sure there'll be times where I'm like, oh my God, I can't cope. But on the whole, I do feel like, you know, I have kind of used my my rituals, my daily disciplines to help me maintain a positive mindset and a positive outlook on on life. And, you know, right now I know a lot of people are struggling because, you know, the cost of living is going up. Like people, uh, people's business might be struggling because we haven't got as much money to spend. Like I get it right now. Life is, is a little bit tricky. It is. But you have to remember that the only thing that's true is what is happening right now. Okay, because things in the past no are no longer the present. They are the past. They're not real. Okay, and things in the future currently don't exist. So yes, I know there's stresses, there's worries. You know, like as a family, we feel it too. You know, like the the worries, the pressures of the cost of living going up, of bills uh, quadrupling, whatever it is. I get it, but that's not even a reality right now. And and sometimes people might say, oh, you know, it's putting your head in the sand. It's not at all. It's about protecting your mindset and using tools to help you be the happiest version of you. Because the the truth is, the only thing you have to worry about right now is, is the right now, you know? Yes, of course, make plans for the future. Of course, think about it. But remember, don't get so wrapped up in the future because the future isn't your reality right now is. So I hope that's useful. I hope that's given you some some tips to, you know, help you kind of maintain a positive mindset and thinking about those daily disciplines. Let me know if you do them or if it's something you start because honestly, they I can't recommend them, recommend them enough. And we got through a whole episode with Bodie sleeping. Winner, winner. I feel like I'm absolutely bossing it this morning. Have a beautiful week. Thank you so much for listening as always. And if you've enjoyed the episode, I would love to grow the podcast even more. It's a big goal of mine for um, the next year. So I'd love for you to tag me on Instagram. I am at Moimai Hill. Tag me in your stories and I will speak to you guys really soon. Bye.